We are on part two of 12 episodes where we're talking about the most essential things that you need to do on your food truck to make sure that you're profitable and impressing a whole bunch of people. These are little snippets of a masterclass that I'm giving all this year. Every month, I'm giving a masterclass on a different topic that is super important to your food truck business. The last episode was on the break-even point in cash flow. Today, we're going to be talking about your business plan and business credit. Both of those two things kind of go hand in hand. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Table Needs welcomes you to listen in as Christian and Tracy, co-owners of Restless Coffee, spill the beans on their debut year in the food truck scene, uncover the secrets behind their secret menu, how they continually provide stellar customer service, and why building a strong community following is so important. Click the link in the episode description to watch the video for free. So here are going to be my top three tips for business plan writing. Number one, you got to have one. I should not have to explain why you need a business plan. That's your foundation. Whether you've been open for years or you're just planning on opening, do not wing it. Set yourself up a plan and then follow the plan. You will tweak the plan as you go. You'll find things that work really, really well, and you'll find things that absolutely do not work. And you will change your plan. The business plan is not a one and done and put it on a shelf and let it collect dust. It's a living, breathing plan that shows you how you're going to operate and make money. So you got to write one. So the tips are keep it clear and concise. If you go to the Small Business Administration website, they even tell you in their business plan writing section, there is no standard form for a business plan. It can be as long as you want it to be. It can be as short as you want it to be. I go for short. You should be able to put everything that you need to say in your business plan in six to eight pages max. Make your business plan lean, make it clear, make it concise, and make it explain the details that are important to somebody that's going to be reading it, and then also make it simple enough for you to be able to follow it and grow your business. Remember, it's not a novel. I've written books that are 300 pages long. You do not need 300 pages. Keep it simple. Get to the point. Now, this is a big tip. You have to know your numbers. What that means is you got to do a little bit of research. You got to see how much food costs in your area. You got to see how much people are willing to pay in your area. You can't have this pawned off on somebody to research for you and they live in some foreign country because they're going to just pull research off the internet that may or may not be effective in your area. They can certainly get economic data for Los Angeles or New York or Chicago. But if you don't live in a big city, they're not getting data that makes sense for you. So you got to know your numbers and you can't ask someone else to do that for you. I've got a spreadsheet that'll help you to build a great financial plan for your food truck. And I do it different than everybody else does financial projections for a food truck. Most people say, well, I want to do a million dollars a year. So it's going to take this number of sandwiches to hit a million dollars. All they did was pluck a number out of thin air and said, this is what I think I can do. They didn't build it from the ground up. And that's what I teach. We're going to build it from the ground up. First thing you got to know is how much does all your food really cost you? Because that million dollars in sales may not be enough. 
So we don't care about sales. We care about costs. We care about expenses because we got to know what it costs us so we know how much to charge for it. Then we got to figure out, can we serve a certain number of people per hour, per day, per week? We're building it up. When you're looking at your menu and the complexity of the menu, could you really serve 20 people an hour, 30 people an hour, 60 people an hour? If you can't, there's no point in saying that you can do a million dollars a year because you won't be able to do it. No matter how many days a week you're open, it takes over $3,000 in sales on average per day being open 360 some days a year to hit a million dollars in sales. You can't do $3,000 if you're not fast enough with the cooking processes or the order taking processes. You have to know, can I actually do those? Can I teach people how to be that fast? You got to know the numbers and you're going to write concise statements about the things that people want to know about your business. Two tips. Be concise because you're not writing the novel and know your numbers. Now, if you're looking to get a loan, if you're looking to impress a loan officer at a bank, you got to show your passion for the business and then you got to show your knowledge about your area. Again, something you can't pawn off to somebody else because they won't have your passion and they may put information that is just not even true for your area. And if you're talking to a local banker, he'll go, well, that don't make sense. Bankers also know when you use AI. Chat GPT leaves a fingerprint. And once you read enough of these, you start to notice that fingerprint. And then if I was a bank officer and somebody brought me in an AI-generated business plan, I would stamp reject right on that and not even bother talking to them. Because if you don't care enough about your own business to put your passion into the writing of it, you're not going to be successful. So don't even waste your time or money trying to get open. Find something that you really are passionate about that you would like to write about and tell people, I have this business and I can't wait to share it with you. You got to let your passion shine through. Now, let's talk a few minutes about business credit. Business credit is something you may never want to use, but I can promise you you're going to need it at some point. You want to have at least a credit card or two in your name of the business, not in your name, but the name of the business so that when you have an issue come up, you got money there to pay for something. You have a week's worth of rain and you have no sales to buy food. You got a credit card with a business name that you can go ahead and get that food, make some sales and then pay the credit card off. I'm not telling you to get a $10,000 limit and then run the thing up to $10,000. But if you need it, buy what you need, put it on the credit card and then sell it and then pay off the debt. Don't carry a debt month to month if you can help it. Credit cards are not the kind of debt you want to carry from month to month. What you want to carry month to month are loans. There's a difference. Okay, so to get business credit, first thing you got to do is set up your business entity in a legal fashion for your state, which means you're going to register it as an LLC. There's a whole bunch of legal reasons why you want to be an LLC, the least of which is it protects you from being sued as a person. The business can be sued. But the only thing that they can win in that lawsuit against the business is whatever the business owns. They can't come after your car, your house, your clothing, your furniture, your 80-inch TV. They can't come get that personal stuff when you have an LLC. You want to make sure you get an EIN for your business. An EIN is just effectively a social security number for the business. It's a way for the IRS to track your business down numerically. So you have a LLC. You've got an EIN for the LLC. Then you get a dedicated bank account. Can't use your personal bank account. You want to set up 
a bank account and then all of your credit cards go into that bank account. All your daily sales go into that bank account. You want to show deposits every single day or every single day that you're open. What you're doing is you're creating a financial entity that is separate from you, the person. If you don't separate you, the person, from you, the business, then when you get sued, they can go after your house and your car and that big OTV. Keep the two things separate. Once you've created that separate entity, you got to do a couple other things to establish that this is a real business. Number one is you want to get on 411 information sites with addresses and phone numbers. So you want to have a phone number that is separate from your personal. Get your Google Voice if you need to. Do something so that you have a different phone number that is only answered for the business. Once you've got that in place, the next thing you're going to do is establish net 30s or net 4 or net 10. Those are accounts where you're giving a certain number of days to pay for what you bought. So like Cisco, for instance, new accounts are net 4, which means you got four days from the time you pick up that order or the order's delivered until they're going to charge your bank account for it. So it gives you four days to build up sales. And then eventually, after you've been with Cisco a while, you can ask for longer and longer terms where you're paying each invoice 30 days out. You got to start somewhere. So take that net four and just be glad they gave it to you. Order food and then make sure you pay it off in four days. There's other accounts that you can get where you get net 30 right off the bat. They're going to be kind of expensive accounts where they're selling things that you probably don't need in your business because they'll have office supplies and that type of thing. And they will be selling them at full retail and go to Walmart and buy the stuff cheaper. But you got 30 days to pay for it and it's creating a credit report back to the business credit reporting agencies. You want to build your credit profile for your business gradually. You don't want to go out and do all those different net four and net 30 accounts and get six or seven of them going because it's still going to take time to build. At the point that you have got yourself set up with a couple of net four accounts, even a net 30 account, after you've got yourself set up with a few net fours, a net 30, Got all the other things that I mentioned set up and in place. You want to make sure that you have a Dun and Bradstreet number. And that's a free number. You don't have to pay anything for that. You don't need to pay for their service. Just go on their website. And most likely, because if you're setting up an LLC, they've already got a number there for you anyway. But you want to get that number. And then you want to monitor the business reporting agencies. See what's going on with your business credit. So those are the basics for writing a business plan and building your business credit. And again, I'm doing a a two-hour masterclass on this come February. There'll be a link in the description if you guys are interested in becoming a part of the masterclass series. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.